0: CHAPTER 48 OF THE CLOISTER AND THE HEARTH BY CHARLES REED THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN RECORDING BY TOM DENHAM Catherine was in dismay when she reflected that Gerard must reach home in another month at farthest more likely in a week, and how should she tell him she had not even kept an eye upon his betrothed? Then there was the uncertainty as to the girl's fate, and this uncertainty sometimes took a sickening form. "'Oh, Kate!' she groaned. "'If she should have gone and made herself away! Mother, she would never be so wicked!' "'Ah, my lass, you know not what hasty fools young lasses be that have no mothers to keep em straight!' "'They will fling themselves into the water for a man "'that the next man they meet would have cured them of in a week. "'I have known em to jump in like brass one moment "'and scream for help in the next. "'Couldn't know their own minds, ye see, "'even about such a trifle as yon. "'And then there's times when their bodies ail "'like no other living creatures ever I could hear of, "'and that strings up their feelings so... The patience that belongs to them at other times, beyond all living souls barring an ass, seems all to jump out of them at one turn, and into the water they go. Therefore I say that men are monsters. Mother! Monsters! And no less to go making such heaps of canals, just to tempt the poor women in. They know we shall not cut our throats, "'hating the sight of blood and rating our skins a handle higher, nor our lives. "'And as for hanging, while she is a fixing of the nail and a making of the noose, "'she has time to alter her mind. "'But a jump into a canal is no more than into bed, "'and the water, it does all the lave, will ye Nelly? "'Why, look at me, the mother of nine, "'wasn't I a gog to make a hole in our canal for the nonce?' "'Nay, mother, I'll never believe it of you.' Ye may, though. "'Twas in the first year of our keeping house together. "'Eli hadn't found out my weak stitches then, nor I his. "'So we made a rent, pulling contrarywise, Had a quarrel. "'So then I ran crying to tell some gabbling fool like myself "'what I had no business to tell out o' doors, except to the saints.' "'and there was one of our precious canals in the way. "'Do they take us for teal? "'Oh, how tempting it did look!' says I to myself. "'Sith he has let me go out of his door quarrelled, "'he shall see me drowned next, and then he will change his key, "'he will blubber a good one, and I shall look down from heaven. "'I forgot I should be in t'other part, and see him take on, "'and oh, but that will be sweet!' and I was all a-tiptoe and going in, only just then I thought I wouldn't. I had got a new gown making for one thing, and hard upon finished. So I went home instead. And what was Eli's first word? "'Let yon flea stick o' the wall, my lass, says he. "'Not a word of all I said, tanger thee, was sooth, but this. "'I love thee.' These were his very words." "'I minded them being the first quarrel, "'so I flung my arms about his neck "'and sobbed a bit and thought of the canal, "'and he was no colder to me than I to him, "'being a man and a young one, "'and so then that was better than lying in the water, "'and spoiling my wedding-kirtle and my fine new shoon, "'old John Bush made him, "'that was uncle to him, keeps the shop now, "'and what was my grief to hers?' little kate hoped that margaret loved her father too much to think of leaving him so at his age he is father and mother and all to her you know nay kate they do forget all these things in a moment of despair when the very sky seems black above them i place more faith in him that is unborn than on him that is ripe for the grave to keep her out of mischief for certes "'It do go sore against us to die when there's a little innocent a-pulling at our hearts to let'n live, and feeding at our very veins. Well, then, keep up a good heart, mother,' she added that very likely all these fears were exaggerated. She ended by solemnly entreating her mother at all events, not to persist in naming the sex of Margaret's infant. It was so unlucky all the gossips told her, dear heart, as if there were not as many girls born as boys.' This reflection, though not unreasonable, was met with clamour. "'Have you the cruelty to threaten me with a girl? I want no more girls while I have you. What use would a lass be to me? Can I set her on my knee and see my Gerard again as I can a boy? I tell thee tis all settled.' How may that be? In my mind! And if I am to be disappointed in the end, tisn't for you to disappoint me beforehand, telling me it is not to be a child but only a girl. End of chapter 48 Recording by Tom Denham